Yeah, I just, I just can't wait. Yeah, because then after Greece, we go back to Amsterdam and travel Europe for another three and a half weeks with my brother and sister. Um, and just to, you know, we're not 100% sure where we're going to go yet, but I've got a couple of places on my list, like um, Barcelona and uh, Lisbon and, and uh, Italy. Uh, probably stay away from France because the World Cup, the Rugby World Cup is going to be on then. So the, the right. prices will be hiked up and there'll be some crazy rugby heads there. So <laughs> just try to avoid there a little bit. Um, and then we head back to Singapore for five days just to break the trip up. Uh, you know, I don't really want to do that whole long 30-hour travel with my son. Um, and it'll be nice to see Singapore for a bit as well. And then once we get back, it's sort of, you know, what do we do from there? Um, it's, well, it's, you know, when, when we're away, I'm going to look at, you know, if there's any opportunity of us going to any other country because we're free now. You know, we can basically do whatever we want. You know, if I feel like we've done what we've needed to do here in New Zealand to set our financial foundation, and now we can take more risks, you know, we can do things that we've always wanted to do, um, like any business ideas or anything like that. Um, so we'll see how we go. Um, I'm definitely excited for that next chapter of our lives, um, you know, because now we're both freed from any work commitments. It's like we can jump into anything and then we've got the financial backing as well. Um, so we can go in and we can make mistakes and we can fail at things and it won't be such a big deal. Do you mind uh, sharing any ideas that you have in mind? Like, is there any business ideas or anything that kind of that you've got floating around at the moment that you're thinking about? Yeah, I've got, we've got, we've actually got something that's sort of, um, I can't talk too much about the detail of it, but we actually have something that we're going to come back to. Um, so long story short, one of my good friends does insu uh, commercial insurance and um, he was speaking to someone that is looking for another business partner, um, you know, and he was like, like, I just need to find someone that's just good with people and has a little bit of experience with food. And my mate said, I've actually got the perfect person for you. I give Purim a call. Um, and so I had a chat with him, you know, we, we talked and then I sort of told him like where I was at in my life and what I was looking for. And I sort of said, the only deal is that uh, my wife and I come as a package deal. So whatever you're trying to work with at the moment, I want it to be flexible enough for us to be able to spend time with my son and make sure that he's all good with school and all of that. But we both come into doing what you want to do. Um, so we had the, the meeting with him and then we had the meeting with the other business partner that, that wants to exit. And then we ended up doing a couple of shifts. Um, so it's it's a fried chicken shop and that's something that we've sort of always wanted to get into, which is like, yeah. it's just crazy that it sort of just fell on our lap. Like it's, so it's like sort of meant to be type thing. Um, so we're able to do a couple of shifts in there each just to make sure that we're okay with it. Um, and then uh, we've had our final meeting with him and sort of said, look, we're going to go on this big holiday and when we come back, we'll make the decision. Um, but he said, look, just come back and you can start working. We'll, I'll give you a full-time role and you can split it between both of you. It doesn't matter who works it. Um, you can do the 40 hours and then we'll just have a meeting each month to see how you feel and if you actually want to get into ownership with us. That's something that's pretty exciting to come back for, which I'm quite stoked about because I sort of didn't want to go away without my wife having something on her mind to come back to because it would have brought down the holiday a little bit. Would have been like, oh, what are we going to do? It's just about money. We can't spend too much because what if I go back and don't have a job soon and all of that? So I'm really glad that that sort of happened for us now. And then we can just go away and look forward to something to come back to. Uh, you, you've said it a couple of times uh, already in our chat that, you know, this move yourself was the best thing that you've ever done. And it's, you know, changed your life in, I'm sure, uh, many mm -hmm. ways. And, you know, I've, I've always kind of, I love the idea of, not the idea, what am I trying to say? I I loved contemplating the idea of change in that how, mm -hmm. how to make change an easier kind of process because I love obviously working with my clients as I do in the fitness space. We're always looking to help them with change with their body, mm -hmm. with their diet, with their yep. exercise, whatever it might be. And change is one of the most difficult things that humans can do. We are, we're, we're creatures of habit. We, we're yep. taught certain ways when we're, when we're young, we tend to follow that mm -hmm. through 
um, through our adolescence and our um, adult years, we probably then start to implement some small changes that then allow us to become mm-hmm. our own individual. So no, we're not just carbon copies of our parents kind of thing. And then obviously yep. we have kids, we then impart those lessons on our kids. And so the cycle kind of continues. And so the question I'm trying to, I'm trying to get to with regards to that is that for most people, as I said, change is a really difficult thing to do because mm-hmm. one, it's a it scary is. proposition that, you know, what if it all fails? And we always put that kind of doomsday kind of scenario in our head. How, yep. how could you recommend or what could you say or what's a, a golden little nugget you could give to, again, people sitting there now, whether it's a change in mm-hmm. their fitness regime, their eating habits, or it's a change in their career or something that's requiring them to make a change yep. that is going to maybe make their life better. You, you, you can't mm-hmm. obviously guarantee that, but what's something that, yep. as I said, you could kind of really recommend from the own experiences you've been through to make people step off that cliff and go, you know what? I'm going to make this change. I'm going to take that step mm-hmm. to make that change tomorrow, next week, next month, yeah. whatever it might be. Yeah. Like I, like I get it. Like people are very scared of change and they get comfortable and they get into autopilot, you know, they get the consistent income and all of that. But it's like the best thing that I feel that humans can do without sort of realizing is adapting to a new situation. You know, people just are scared to sort of be thrown into the deep end or be uncomfortable or be under a lot of pressure, which I thrive in that. Like, I love being under pressure. I love being thrown in the deep end to see what I can do because I feel like I've been doing that my whole life. You know, so for me, it's like, I always look at the situation of what's the worst that can happen, right? If you want to make that change, what is the absolute worst that can happen? For me, it was, I just go back and do what I was doing and make good money again. You know what I mean? It can, you can always go back to what you were doing as long as you don't burn bridges. You know, because when I left the bank, I made sure I gave I gave three months notice. I, um, you know, helped train all the staff. I updated all the processes and procedures and didn't burn any bridges. And they always said, you know, if you ever want to come back, you know who to come see. You know, so for me, it's always just getting into, well, it's about getting comfortable with being uncomfortable. And a lot of people do not like that. You know, but it's, it's like a step-by-step process. You just got to ease into just doing things outside of your comfort zone. Um, and then it's amazing how quickly you start to adapt to things. You know, how many times do we talk to people and it's like, oh, I could never do that until you have to do it, right? You just adapt um, so quickly. Like for me, like uh, for the whole leaving a good job and not having money, you sort of like, okay, if I don't have that money, you're going to start to think differently on how to get it. But if you're not in the position to think like that, then you're not going to think like that, mm. right? So it's all about just trying to, trying to push yourself a little bit more and not be comfortable and always wanting more. Like I always just want more and more. I always want to challenge myself. Um, I'm not, I'm not good with just having being in the same position. And that's why in the bank, I was always just trying to do more and more and more. How can I get to the next step? You know, how do I get to the next position? How do I get the next promotion? Who can I uh, shadow? Who can I go and follow to sort of see if that's something for me? So the biggest thing is don't be scared to fail. Don't be scared to make mistakes because that's how you grow as a person. You know, because you, you can read something over and over again about somebody or something and be like, oh, yeah, I know that. But you don't actually know that feeling until you actually go through it yourself. So really, it's just like you said, step off that cliff and see what happens. You know, it's more just jump in the deep end. It's sink or swim. And I've always been a swimmer. So, you know, it's just sort of go out and get it, really. You know, I just, there's too many people that just sit there that are just comfortable. And I get that. I get that it's like comfortable, they enjoy their job, they enjoy the people they're around and all of that and they have all the nice things, but you're not going to grow if you just stay stagnant like that. You know, there's always another level. 
Um, doesn't matter how successful you get, there's always someone who has more and, and another step that you can go as well, always. I think it's a, it's a good point to bring up that um, this isn't for everyone because if you are happy with what you're doing, I, I actually don't have an issue with being comfortable if you are happy. I mm-hmm. think I, I, I struggle myself these days with feeling very guilty. I have a very big guilt con maybe a complex might not be the word, but I'll, I'll use it just for um, lack of having a better word to use at the moment. Yeah. So I, I have this guilt complex around this very comfortable life I have now mm-hmm. that has been created from some very difficult times and some very um, you know, um, big hours worked and all of those struggles that I've been through. But I now get to have the flexibility in my life, but I feel very guilty for that because I feel maybe I should be doing more. You know, there's so many people out there doing it tough at the moment and kind of going through it. And here I am just living my best life kind of thing. And Mm -hmm. I have that kind of guilt around that, but I I then kind of sleep well at night knowing that, no, no, I created this lifestyle. I I kind of Mm -hmm. got here, but the flip to all of that is that people might be sitting there going, but, but I am happy. I, I, I'm, I'm happy in my comfortable and I'm then enjoy that then like find joy in that comfortability. Don't feel bad for, that kind mm-hmm. of bit. But if you are in a situation where I'm not happy and I'm comfortable, that's where then you need to kind of make Absolutely. a change because what, what's yeah, the point of living a life that's not happy? Like I think happiness yeah. Yeah, is what brings joy in so many other areas of not only mm-hmm. your life, but your kids' lives and those people around you. Yeah, for sure. I think the biggest thing is regret, right? Like you don't want to live in regret and go, I should have done that or I wish I did that. Like that's that I just don't want to have to wake up one day and go, oh, I wish I'd spent more time with my son or I did this or made that decision and didn't make that leap, you know, because for me, it's like, it's better to get, say, for example, you wanted to ask a girl out, right? Instant rejection is far better than uh, living in regret, right? Oh, what if, what if I asked her and just keep living in that? What if, what if, what if, right? You just got to go and just jump in the deep and get it, just do it straight away. Yeah. It's just don't regret anything. Don't half-ass anything either, you know, because then you'd be like, oh, I should have put more effort in. And it's like, then you'll just live with that and it'll just eat you alive. Just put your best foot forward every single time, you know. Um, I couldn't agree more. And I really appreciate, as I said, uh, your time uh, and your, um, as I said, your discussion points. I think they're, they're, they're things that I think we should need to talk more about because I think far Absolutely. too often, you know, social media um, especially, but just the world around us these days continues mm-hmm. to push this idea that, we need to Pretty earn sure. more, we need to buy more, we need yeah. to have more. And yet there's so many more ways to have more in life. More doesn't necessarily Absolutely. mean the better car, a boat, a big house, as you yeah. kind of as you kind of alluded to mm-hmm. there, that more can be just more time with kids, more time with doing things that you love, with the people that you love. And so creating a lifestyle that enables what you classify as more, not what the greater world around you says that exactly. you should have. Um, yep. And I said, if more is, you want to have the fast car you want, as long as that is your, your kind of true um, belief, then I say, go for whatever kind of uh, suits you. So again, I, I really appreciate yeah. you jumping on mate, and kind of sharing as I said, good, your story and what you're kind of doing. And that they said uh, that big beaming smile that you have clearly tells me that, uh, <laughs> you know, you are, yeah. you know, truly enjoying your life, enjoying what you're doing. So, you know, I say great, great to you. Yeah, I appreciate you having me on, man. It's like my first podcast, so I just didn't really know what to expect. It's been cool. <laughs> Excellent. Um, <laughs> I always love to kind of end the podcast with a random question that was given to me by last week's guest. So if you don't mind mm-hmm. me kind of finishing us all up with the uh, answer to the question we've got. Of course. Excellent. So last okay. week's question was, 
if we were to leave future generations something as a legacy of us having survived the pandemic, what would it be? A very deep question. <laughs> Put you on the spot with something there. <laughs> what would I leave? Wow. Is this a, like as in a thought of, of, you know, what would, what's the final thought of, of going through that phase? Yeah, a thought or, yeah, something that could, uh, I guess, help future generations should they have to go through it themselves with something. I'm sure there's going to be something in the future that's going to test the, the world again. So, yeah, something that I guess that we would leave behind as a legacy. Yeah. I think it's basically just, just what I do is like go for, chase your dreams, you know, always have a bigger picture in mind, plan and execute, um, spend time with your loved ones because, you know, like people work so hard and forget to spend time with their loved ones. Right. And, you know, money comes and goes, but time doesn't, right. Time only goes and that's it. And you don't want to live life in regret. Um, I think what COVID has really shown a lot of us is that, uh, spending time with your loved ones is the most important. Making money is just a tool for you to be able to chase your dreams and have those experiences and spend more time with your family, right? I think it is, like, it's really hammered home just spending, like, time is the biggest asset for anyone. Like, if I can give, if I can get time from someone and I can give time to somebody else, that's very valuable, you know? Like, you can get all your presents and all of that stuff, but it's all about time spent with people. Um, th yeah, that's pretty much it. Like, just being able to spend all the time you can with your family. And just making the most of every situation and every opportunity. Um, you know, every, every day we're presented with opportunities. And if you're not ready for them, you're just not going to take them. So just trying to be ready for that. And be, just being open-minded, uh, giving things a go. Because if you don't give it a go, you're going to, like I said, live in regret. You know, you just got to, it's like I always say, you know, you miss 100% of the shots that you don't take. You know, and what's the worst that can happen? You're going to get, a, a, like, you'll get the answer of no. But you're going to get that answer of no anyway if you don't ask. You know, so for me, it's always just go and get what you want. Um, nothing's really going to fall on your lap. Like I try to tell, you know, uh, the younger generation and my nieces and things like that, you really got to work hard for the things that you want in life. Um, no one's going to get you out of bed to tell you to go to the gym or do anything. You know, it's all on you. And at the end of the day, don't compare yourself to others because, you know, like you said with social media, it is very dangerous, right? Like it's a highlight reel of people's lives. And people just sit there going, oh, I wish, I wish I had that, I had that. But in reality, there's like, it's, you know, a very constructed picture or video. Like how many times have I been somewhere? It's like, just take a picture for Instagram. Make sure you look like you're having fun. And it's like, <laughs> what, really? You know, come on, man. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, just be true to yourself and um, look after the people around you. Um, you know, I live by treat people the way you want to be treated um, and respect your elders and everything takes care of itself. Yeah, I think... It Valid, valid point that you brought up again in that kind of time uh, with loved ones uh, that, you know, Melbourne um, was very much like New Zealand in that we had some pretty nasty um, lockdowns. And really long lockdowns. Yeah. Lockdowns. And it shut my business down because I ran uh, a big clinic um, in the health space. Um, and so okay. we weren't obviously allowed oh, to work there. So it was massive. Yeah. yeah. And so we did, I did the first 12 months in um, Melbourne, but they were in lockdown for two years. But at the end of that first 12 months, I was like, I had enough. I, I, I can't keep doing this. Clearly my business isn't going to open anytime soon. And even if yeah. it did, do I really want to go back to it and kind of have this possibility of it being shut down again at any, any kind of point. And so yeah, we took, right. as I said, that opportunity that kind of in, we moved to uh, Western Australia and my wife, my wife's in mining and obviously Western Australia is a Mecca for mining in, in Australia. Sure, so yeah, yeah, gotcha. um, we made that move and we kind of moved on over and, 
I remember when that question was asked by last week's guest, um, I remember kind of thinking, you know, what, what legacy do I kind of want to leave, be it to my kids or the next generation or whatever it was. And I, I think you hit the nail on the head in that just time, time with loved yeah. ones uh, and time to have, um, to live out the life that you kind of want to live in that absolutely you know, we are earning far less than we did two years ago, three years mm-hmm. ago when I had this, big clinic and I had multiple staff and my wife was working a full-time uh, job, yep. you know, we're definitely doing in quote worse by kind of metrics that most of the world would kind of uh, go by. Um, yeah. But in reality, we're living the best life that we could possibly do, even though we're living worse Perfect. off kind of thing. And that it is yep. time with our kids and um, you know, we're not, I guess, beholden to that kind of nine to five mm-hmm. grind. And at the end of the day, there are people that are going to be beholden to that because at the end of it, we, we still need people yeah. to work in the, in the medical space. We still need lawyers, Absolutely. we still need accountants. Yep. And so people are going to have to fill those jobs. And, you know, there are people who love that kind of work and that job, but trying to, I guess, work around that as best as you can to still have time yeah. with those that you love doing the things that you love, I think is uh, what we should be trying to strive more for. And so trying to work opportunities to allow that, um, I think is the best thing that you can Absolutely. do. And I, I think you hit the nail on the head. As I said, time is probably the best legacy we can leave behind. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So I think it's more just, you know, doing more that makes you happy and less of what others expect you to do. And then it's just everything will look after itself, you know, because the expectations in this world are just, are just crazy, mm-hmm. right? You go to, you, you go to school, uh, you go to university, you get a job, you get married, you buy a house and all this stuff. Like, you know, when my wife and I got married, it was like, when are you going to have a baby? Or, or, or when we got married and bought a house, or when are you going to have a baby? Or when are you going to have your next son? When are you going to, and it's like, I'll do what I want to do. You know, I'll do whatever I want to do when I want to do. Um, so the expectations are nuts. And it's sort of the same when I get um, a lot of uni students in the car, you know, and they're like, I'm like, how's it going? How's your study? Do you enjoy doing it? And I'm like, nah, I hate it. Why are you doing it then? Oh, because my parents want me to do it. Well, that takes one difficult conversation with your parents to say, actually, I don't really like this. And, you know, I'm going to be worse off if I continue to do it because I'm going to be in, a, in a, a profession that I have to do that I don't like to pay off my loan and all of that stuff. You know, like the expectations are just, are just nuts. And I get that it's hard to have that conversation and not do what your parents want you to do. But at the end of the day, it's your life, right? And as long as you have a plan or be able to tell them, actually, this is what I want to do instead, not just, I'm just going to drop out and do nothing. They go, no, then you're going to finish it. But if you've got a plan in place and go, actually, this is what I want to do, step by step plan, this is my bigger picture and I'm going to work towards it, they can't really say much about it. Mm. You know, that's oh, just I, going to support you along the way, hopefully. <laughs> I don't I don't know if you know the the name Gary, Gary Vaynerchuk, Gary V. Yes. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. He, he He's always had a conversation that he likes having with kids that I think is great in that, if, if, as I said, if you are that kind of 19, 20 year old in uni right now that doesn't quite like what they're doing, or even if you're an older adult that you're not quite mm-hmm. um, um, you know, keen on what you're doing, is that put your money where your mouth is in that, okay, mum and dad or life in general, I want mm-hmm. to do this. And as you said, have a plan. It can't just be, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm just going to do nothing. Where's yeah. my plan? Okay, your plan is to start this new business or do this new career or whatever it might be. Give mm-hmm. yourself a timeline on that. Like, for the next 12 months or 24 months, I'm going to go a hundred percent full on into this new endeavor. If it doesn't work yeah. out, I'll go back to doing what you wanted me to do. And then that's going to put a fire underneath your ass that I do yeah. not want to go back to that. I life to, yeah, exactly. I don't I want to, go back to make to this yeah. work. So yeah, the next right. 12 months or the next um, 24 months is going to be 
it's going to be hell going through it because I'm going to have to put a lot yep. of effort in. I'm going to, but it's going to give mm-hmm. me potentially this life that I really am going to enjoy yep. and kind of live out with. So, you know, putting, I guess, drawing a line in the sand and really mm-hmm. saying to me, I'm going to make this happen come hell or high water. And so go, yep. go do it. And if it doesn't work out, then as I said, regret isn't there that, you know, you didn't sit there and go, Should have, yeah. I wonder what I've, wonder if I had gone to, gone to chase it out. So um, exactly. I think that's a really good valid point. Exactly. And if it doesn't work out, then you've got all that experience that you've just had as well to see what works and what doesn't and trying it a different way. Because I think that's the coolest thing about business is that you can trial and error a lot of things. And you see if it works, what doesn't, you know, okay, it works this way, we'll continue to do it like that. That definitely didn't work, so don't do that again. And that's what I enjoy about the whole business aspect of things. It's just, you know, being able to do something for myself instead of making a multi-billion dollar corporation more money. Mm-hmm. You know, so where I'm at right now is just being able to do the things that I love. And just trying to child and error a lot of things. And, you know, that's why I do the, the whole TikTok thing to sort of show people a, a different side of life and, and you know, try to educate people on finance and, and just help with, you know, showing them my experiences and they can take what they want from it. What's been um, the you know, feedback from, sorry, I was going to, what's, what's been the feedback from TikTok? Like what's, what's the demographic that you tend to have listening to your TikToks and what's the kind of questions that you see in the comments and things kind of coming back from the posts that you tend to put up? Uh, a lot of it is, I'd say, from between 25 and 40-ish. So I'm guessing it's a lot of people that may be in the position where, you know, they work at a nine to five and they sort of want to get out and spend more time with their family. I think that's how I gained a lot of my followers. I was like, hey, I'm throwing in my bank job. I'm going to drive Uber so I can spend more time with my son. But a lot of probably pe- people caught on to that as an, oh, how is this guy doing it? Is it something that I can do? Um, I also have a lot of uh, Uber drivers that sort of follow. Because uh, I do talk about all my all my earnings every week. I'll say this is how much I earned. This is how much goes to GST. This is what my hourly rate for uh, this week was. Um, and I got a lot of like say say tax time because I do my own tax. Um, a lot of them are asking about how I can help with doing tax and things like that as well. Um, but yeah, that's the main thing. A lot of it is with finance, like just because my experience in the bank. Uh, it's sure. like, what do you think about this? And yeah, yeah. But it's good though. I love it. Like it keeps me pretty busy. Um, you know, there was one week where I talked about a tax refund for New Zealand and how to sort of figure out your own um, and things like that. And I talked about the minimum wage in New Zealand and it was the busiest week ever. I got 1.1 million views in a week um, and the DMs were going nuts. Like it was crazy. <laughs> and I sort of felt bad because it was like, I'm supposed to be spending family time and I'm like on my phone trying to message, you know, trying to get back to the DMs and all of that stuff. And because I created a money sheet as well. Um, that breaks down all the income tax and it's got a, a tab for personal budget and um, how to track your expenses as a sole trader. And that was downloaded 45,000 times. So I had a lot of people trying to say, oh, can you have a look at this? Can you help me with this? Uh, so that I was quite busy then, uh, but it's slowed down a lot now. Um, and at the moment, we've been so busy trying to get everything ready for going away um, that I haven't really had much time to make videos, but I'll get back into it because I'm going to do a whole lot of travel videos as well. Because sure. uh, while we're away, we're going to try and Airbnb our property out because right now this is different because we don't have annual leave that pays for, you know, it, all the bills at home. So I was like doing the numbers. I'm like, oh, I don't really know if I want to spend six to $7,000 just on an empty house. So now we're trying to unpersonalize our whole house at the moment yeah. um, to try to get it on Airbnb this week. So then we can um, see, see how that goes. And we've got the, uh, the FIFA Women's World Cup coming in July, August. Mm-hmm. And there's 10 games in Wellington. So it's like, oh yeah, that, that could, you know, that could boost up the, um, the, uh, the prices in that a little bit for us. So we're quite busy trying to do that at the moment. It's a first for us. Um, but yeah, no, it's good. Everything's real good. Like I love just being busy doing stuff for us now instead of, you know, a corporation. Awesome. Mate, I love it. And um, if you don't mind me then asking 
you what's the question or random question that you'd like to ask next week's guest anything that comes to mind doesn't have to be anything we've even spoken about today but any mm-hmm. uh, random question that comes to mind that you'd love to ask next week's guest oh that's a tough one <laughs> to think about this put you on the spot <laughs> yeah yeah a little bit um wow let me have a think about it actually i'll put it this way then what's a what's a question yeah. you always like asking um someone who pops into your car is there a, a kind of common question that like it's a question that you like getting responses from yeah i i always i not always but i do ask a lot of customers uh, when we're talking about, because, you know, I talk about customers about what I've done and they're like, oh, that's really cool. That's really inspiring. And I, I sort of ask them, so what's, what's your big picture? You know, what are you working towards is always, always the big one for me. Like what are you, what would make you, you know, like it's sort of, what's your end goal? What's, what's your end game for you? You know, or what are the steps going towards it? Cause I always try to like to help, you know, uni students and then people that are sort of in the, in the rat race and want to get out. So it's always, you know, what is your plan? Because if you don't have a plan, then you're not going to be able to do anything. You know, so for me, it's always, what's your big picture and what steps do you have going towards it? I know that's like probably a hard question to ask. But that is definitely something that I'm always asking customers because I like to know how people think in that way. You know, mm-hmm. do you even have a big picture? Yeah, sure. Or do you just think, or do you think, oh, I'm just going to work and I'm going to retire at 65? You know, like it's sort of, that's what society tells us. You're going to work, 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 work until you're 65. Then you get to retire. Then you get your gold pen and away you go. But it's like, okay, well, 65, am I going to be able to travel the world and hike up mountains and things like that? Maybe not. All right. You might be able to, but maybe not. (laughs) I like it. So I've written it down as what's your big picture and what's your steps working towards it? I reckon that's the question Mm -hmm. we go with. Love it. Yeah, I think so. Love it. Well, Piram, I, awesome. I really do appreciate, again, your time, mate. And um, as I said, uh, thank you. I know you're obviously probably pretty busy uh, packing up for the trip and getting everything ready. So I appreciate the time you've given us to today, mate. And, um, for people, I guess, listening at home, is there, I, mean, I know we've spoken about TikTok, but uh, if you want to share uh, your social page, and I'll write it in the show notes below anyway, but kind of just uh, yep. to verbally, where can people find you if they kind of want to uh, see yeah, your well, so, going on? Yeah, mainly on TikTok is where I first started the whole social media thing. Um, so that's Bingos and Co. Um, and it's uh, just a panda of a yellow background. The reason it's a panda is um, my name starts with P and my wife's name starts with A. So P and A spells panda. And then yellow and black is just for what uh, representing Wellington. And then we put and Co on the end because my son's name is Zico. So that's just how to incorporate him in there as well. So I'm on, yeah, I'm on um, Instagram, TikTok and YouTube. And I'm going to try and basically do some more long form content on, on YouTube and just continue to do what I do on TikTok uh, and Instagram. Awesome, mate. Well, um, yeah, I, I hope you keep living your, uh, your uh, flexible life and in, uh, enjoying every day and every moment of it, mate. And uh, I appreciate you sharing, uh, I guess, your energy and, uh, and, and your, uh, your knowledge that you've, uh, I guess, gained over this time doing what you're doing. And uh, I hope it inspires others uh, mm-hmm. listening in today to, you know, just, I guess, don't accept reality that, you know, it doesn't have to be the way it is it's not necessarily just going to fall into your lap. Um, if you just think about it, you have to go and actually act on it. And so hopefully this maybe has a couple yep. of people step off that cliff and go and chase it. Yeah. Love it. Awesome, man. Thanks for your time. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Anytime. Nice to, well, uh, finally meet you. Yeah, likewise. Um, I appreciate it all. And uh, guys, that's been another episode of the Let's Just Talk podcast. 
I'll see you next week. I love you all. Talk to you then. Bye.